My name is Avery Rapier, and you're listening to the Not Religious Podcast. have tuned in to yet another episode of the Not Religious Podcast. We thank you so much for being with us. This side is where the microphone is at. Yes. Whoops. <laughs> we'll switch that around here. Maybe you can hear me just a hair better. Um, thank you again for joining us. Um, today is actually Sunday. Yes. Not Thursday. No. Um, or Wednesday. Or Wednesday or any of the midweek um days that we try to get this out there for you and it's because i'm a douchebag it's because all your exes live in texas yes god i've been in texas for the past week or more than that i guess and i was just exhausted because from sun up to sundown it was go 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 um last night we got home about twelve thirty at night and i slept until six this evening yes so I was a bit, <laughs> bit wore out, but I'm here now, and that's what matters. Honestly, didn't know if tonight was going to happen either, because I thought for sure you were in a coma, and you weren't coming out. I felt like I was in a coma, and I wouldn't have complained if I were, <laughs> because, gosh, I, I don't know. Like I, tried, I got up around 12 this afternoon, and I tried to function. Like I went down and ate a bowl of cereal, and like it was... It was the hardest thing in the world to command <laughs> my hand to go to my mouth with a spoon. <laughs> so, and then I went upstairs and I looked at all my luggage that was still packed. And I said, screw this. I'm going back to bed. And maybe Lee will unpack it while I'm asleep. That didn't happen either. So. See, and I've been at your house. Yeah. All week while you're out keeping your animals and your kids alive. Right. And well, thank I'd say you that for only for one that. of your kids. Right. I, I didn't have anything to do with Avery this week. Right. So. right. But thank you for doing that. That was you're awesome welcome. of you to do. You're welcome. I had it all planned out, though, because I knew you guys were getting back late last night. So um, I had my bags packed. In fact, we came to town to get some snow cones. And I said, I'm going to go ahead and take my stuff back because I know it's going to be late. Mm-hmm. That way I've only got one thing to pack up and I can just come home and go to sleep. I did. Boom. Boom. Knocked it out. I'm glad you didn't say, hey, I'm going to tell Brian we're doing the podcast when he pulls in here at 1230 last night. <laughs> All right, I've got the iPad ready. Right. Are, you, are you ready to go? I would have. It would have been bad. Because I was when I was driving from Atlanta, we flew out of out of and into Atlanta, like I, I was hallucinating. Like there were times where like I, I saw things that were not there. So I'm glad. <laughs> Have you seen Hot Rod? Yeah, where yeah. he where he um, yeah. <laughs> take he drops some acid. Right, and he's on the the ride to the hospital. Yeah, he just ran over a small bus. <laughs> <laughs> we watched that, by the way, and uh, here recently, and it's so great. If you've never seen it? Go watch Hot Rod; it's awesome. Um, we suggest that movie. However, today's topic I, that that wow. that worked out really that good. Was really, good. that is God's divine favor. Look at that. And, <laughs> praise and, him, praise and, uh, him, Lord. 
and uh, he's got his hand over this podcast. He today. does. He does. He does. Thank you, Lord. Um, so we are uh, we're, today. We're talking about movies, Christian movies in general, and I feel like this is probably gonna <laughs> piss a lot of people off. But let's face it. <laughs> let's face Christian it. movies. They have a they have a long way to go. Oh my gosh! It yeah. is it is horrible, <laughs> man. And you know what's 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 bad is I've always felt that way, but I always felt like if I said it was horrible, <laughs> I was probably going to hell. And so, and <laughs> so, so I tucked away it. and I just didn't say anything. So you but you know, like you 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 oh. have these you know large groups of people that want to go see these movies and you want to support it and you're like, oh, man, I would love to support this more if it wasn't so bad. Yeah, and I think, oh man, I think there's a lot more people out there like, like that who, I I almost want to say will go to one of these movies and it's tolerable. That's the word I'm going to go with. They okay. can tolerate it, and because they can tolerate it, they say, "Well, it was pretty good." Yeah, and I think the the use of it was pretty good means it was not the worst thing that they've ever watched. Like, I wouldn't spend $10 on a ticket to go see it in theaters. I'll wait. But I think some people do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, for I, me, I think movie, they're pressured into doing it. I think but so, anyway, too. Go ahead. I what think so, saying? too. We can get into that yeah. um, later here. But, the uh, like, if I'm going to see a movie... It needs to be something like Infinity War, right? Okay. Like, it's, I need to go on a cinematic adventure. Like, I'm here. Use me. I'm 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 ready to strap in. Take me to another realm. <clears throat> okay. And uh, so that's because movie tickets are so expensive, even with movie pass, because that's a joke. Now I'm I'm gonna go ahead and and <laughs> and do a plug to not get movie pass. You don't like the movie pass? No. It's it when it started out, it was great. We did we we loved it, um, but now they've just changed so much about it. It's really not worth the money uh-huh. to do. So if you're thinking about doing movie pass, I suggest not doing it. Um, me and Allie have already talked about it, and we're like, once this thing's up, we're not doing we're it. Not going to renew it. No, nah, no, nah, not worth the money. To not worth it. So. Let me ask you, what's the la- the last movie you saw that was horrible? Not Christian movie, just. In general, that when I say horrible, I mean, what's the last movie you saw that was like, mm, no, that wasn't very good. Wasn't very good. Yeah. I'll tell you mine. Mine was. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think on that. A mine bit. was the Quiet Place. I see. I love. I, I love and the I know quiet you place, did, yeah. but but here's where I'm going with this. Um, that movie. It was a it was a phenomenal movie. Phenomenal movie, right? Um, I don't think it's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. So I was disappointed by several aspects of the movie. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it is one million times better than any Christian-based movie I've ever seen. Yeah. So even a movie that I'm going to and I'm saying, ah, yeah, wasn't too thrilled with that movie. Yeah. I would still rather watch that movie than what Fireproof. Oh man! Or 
Any, God's, not it, dead. God's Not Dead 7. They made us, yeah. Oh, there's a sequel. And I, I don't know for sure, but I, I. I've seen it. I think. I hadn't seen the second one. I, I watched the first. Um, and the whole time, man, I was. I, I get it. I understand where you're coming from. I understand what you're trying to do. However, whether they realize it or not, the message that's actually getting portrayed is the complete opposite of what it's we're supposed to be doing. It's the complete opposite of the intention of Christ. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the, the one that stands out the most because it's not only the cheesy acting. It's not only the... Um, the cameos and the, the the cameos are horrible, you know. Like, oh, man, <laughs> what's his name? Jason Robertson from Duck Dynasty. Yeah. It's just bad, man. Um, but it's the message that was portrayed in that movie, where yeah. it's it's atheists are horrible people. <laughs> yeah, that atheists sh- should not exist. Basically. Yeah, what what that movie is doing. Say a young person goes and sees that movie. That movie is now painting a picture to that to that young person that if you don't believe in God, we should boo you. Yeah. And and basically write you off, and you are a villain. Yeah. Basically, when that is the exact opposite. That's literally literally what happened too. Um, have you seen the video? Yeah. Okay, there's a video of the newsboys getting ready to play God's Not Dead live. Um, the song that the movie was based off of. Okay. And they play clips from the movie. Um, and it shows scenes of the, the kid who's in college, who's right. like the, the main hero of the movie, right? And his professor, who's an atheist. Kevin Ev- Kevin's. Hercules. Hercules. Yeah. Kevin Serbo, whatever. His name is. Kevin Hercules. Kevin from Hercules. The 90s. Yes. Um, he, uh, he. Every time he pops up on the screen, everyone boos. Everyone boos. <laughs> in that world, they boo this person as if he killed millions of people. It's just the fact or, that he doesn't believe in God, <laughs> right? Or, or like he, he's a he, he. I don't know, just this horrible person. He's not a horrible person. No. He just doesn't believe in God. Right. Right. But we're going to boo him. And the and the the thing about it too. And I it, listen, you've got douchebags from both sides, okay? You've oh, got yeah. you've got yeah. the douchebags from the Christianity point um um waypoint where they are overbearing with their beliefs. Yeah. In in this sense, those who supported God's not dead and was like that about atheists, they're douchebags. Right. And you've got some from the atheist side that are overbearing with trying to Yeah. And, to to put you down for what you believe. And sure. if you oh, ask yeah. either side, the other side has the most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm sure because all we get shown on media or, or whatever the representation is it like if you go on Facebook every video that portrays like uh atheists like oh I'm going to go out and interview 
20 atheists and see what their viewpoint is on creation or whatever. Yeah. They, they basically make a fool out of these people because they happen not to believe the creation theory or, or, or whatever. Instead of <laughs> loving these people and, and helping them, we make a fool out of them. Yeah. And then it gets shared and then people, you know, the comments are always my favorite on those kind of posts. Um, but from both sides, you have your handful of people who honestly make it worse for everyone. Right. So you coming out of coming out of God's not dead, you know, you've got a a very, I don't know, I don't know how to say this without being mean, but I guess I'm just, just going to say, say it. a simple-minded Christian, right. right? Okay. So someone who maybe is fresh into their walk with I God. I won't even say that. I won't say fresh. Maybe not yeah, not even fresh because that doesn't that's not fair. Right. Um there because I know plenty of people who have Right. Who have gone to church and have been Christians for years right. who are simple minded Christians. Right. I yeah, I would say the person who is just swallowing whatever rhetoric that that they're getting yeah. without asking questions or trying to uh grow themselves. Um they get told that, you know, they they it's propaganda basically. Yep. You know. And they just take it and roll with it. Yep. I think that's where you're going with that. Yep. That's, man. Because those kind of movies, they're not made for, uh, they're basically video sermons, right? It's like a hour, hour and a half long video sermon. Um, and it's not the fact, too, that it that the production quality is not there because... Well, it's obviously not there. They've got the budget to make these things how they want it. Right. right. It's just, they don't know how to execute it. Well, here's right? a perfect example. Blair Witch Project. Oh, uh, yeah. The budget for Blair Witch Project um, <laughs> I was was less than most actors' salaries, yeah. and they were able to make that an instant classic. Yeah. And ten times, you know, with that small production, because of the artistic value that was put into it, right, was phenomenal. The creativity that was put into it, phenomenal. We can look back on it today because we've come a long way from from where that is, and technology has really helped us out. And say, ah, uh, yeah, uh, that probably wouldn't work in today's age. But given that time period, yeah. you had a, a, a very small budget. And you made a phenomenal movie. Phenomenal movie. Yep. What year was that when it came out? Uh, I'll find out. Like 99, something like that. I was way too young to even think about going to see that. Right. Um, it was uh, terrifying. And I knew it was terrifying. And all I had to see was a few clips in um, on TV. I was scared to death to even go to the movie theater and watch another movie if they were going to play a trailer for the Blair Witch Project. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but again, if that's the late 90s, your production value may not have been that great for... It was the late 90s. It was 99. Right. Their production, their budget was $60,000. Wow. Most <laughs> most Christian movies yeah. spend that on craft services. Yeah. Spend that on the food yeah. that, that's there. Yeah. So you can't... 
I, the argument that the budget isn't there is crap. Yeah, you, you can't it's tell there. me it, the but it has nothing to do with the budget. It, it I think I, personally, I think it has everything to do with the artistic limitations yeah. that they put either on themselves or they just don't have the people, the right people in the right places. Yeah. Because they're wanting to keep it 100% Christian, you know, I don't I don't even know what the word would be, uh, minutia. Yeah. You know, like, they don't want to push the envelope. They don't want... It's not real. Okay, if you go to one of these movies and if you say, man, that depicts my life... You're, you're, <laughs> I want, I want to live your life yeah. because that life does not exist. The, the common misconception that it's, that that is Christian persecution. Right. Is so far beyond the truth. So far beyond right. the truth. Right. You've got people who are being beheaded. Correct. For their beliefs. You right. know? Yeah. Like just cause someone says that you're going to fail a grade, um, if you don't admit that you're... First off, no. I, I haven't done the research, but has that ever even happened? I'm sure it's happened like twice, maybe. Even if it has happened, even yeah. if it has happened, it has not happened in that type of situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even if that has happened, the bubble that this make-believe world that this movie happens around... Doesn't exist. Yeah. It nothing. It just doesn't exist. It. Yeah. It makes my head hurt. All of these movies. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Um, the latest one, I can only imagine. Now I told you, mm-hmm. it's not that bad of a movie. Right. When I say it's not that bad of a movie, that means if I'm sitting at home, and it comes on Netflix, I find it on Netflix, and I watch it. I'm not going to be like, eh, you know, this, I wasted an hour and a half of my life. Could it have been better? Of course it could have been better. Are there some things that they needed to exploit in uh, the main character? Of course there are, but they played it safe, and that's what bothers me. Yeah. Alcoholism, drugs, sex trafficking, sex, nudity, um, homosexuality these are the issues language these are the things that people draw back from when it's real life depict it as it is and you can you can still have your christian movie it's just going to be realer it's going to be more raw and it's going to have more of an impact if you allow it to go the way that we all live our lives. You've got to push the limits. Have to. Because if your target audience, if you want to make an impact with that movie, you need to quit making movies for the Christians. You need to make the movies for the people that you are trying to reach. So not necessarily I want to convert all atheists to Christianity, but maybe I want to make this movie to help someone get off drugs. I want right. to help, you know, whatever the situation may be. Right. Um, and there are Christian movies, and I, I haven't seen any yet. I've got a list of a few that I want to check out. Um, but there are rated Christian movies, faith-based movies, um, that have pushed those limits because they know that's what's necessary in order to make a difference. Because Christian movies have gotten such a bad rep 
over the years. Not all of them. There's still some that's 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 great, um, and actually have done well. Um, in fact, uh, Passion of the Christ um, was the highest grossing R-rated film ever until Deadpool came around <laughs> and knocked it off the top. So, but you know what I'm saying? Like the the production value. But Mel Gibson put everything into that yep. movie and he yep. didn't hold back yep. so the gore the gruesomeness the realism the promiscuality mm-hmm. the seduction he didn't hold back you can't he did not <laughs> he made that a movie that is a true movie and that's why it did so well and stayed where it stayed for yep. as long as it did, yep. because he didn't say, eh, "We're not going to do that because we're Christians." That's just mind blowing to yep. me. But but it, but honestly, it's not because I'll tell you this: probably four years ago, I would have been in the camp to say, "No, these need to be," or maybe even three years ago. I don't know. These, you know, this is the way it needs to be done. Yeah, I would have been. Uh, uh, a cheerleader for yeah. these, but I just, I just, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem the last one that I saw that I was a cheerleader for was uh, War Room, War Room, War Room. Uh, and I saw it in theaters, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, you know, that actually was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking at where I was in mm-hmm. my walk. And, right and uh, just in life in general, right? That was people telling me you need to go see War Room. Right, you have to go see War. You have to support this movie. Right, it's important that you support this movie. Right. Um. So, I was just following the herd. You know what's you know? <laughs> what's funny? You were just being ushered along. Yeah. Um. There's a movie called The Shack. You know, I saw it and seen it. Okay. That movie did not get pushed down everyone's throat Mm -hmm. because it kind of pushed the limits of representation. God is played by a woman. Yeah. The Holy Spirit's played by an Asian woman. God's a black woman. And that's okay. The Holy Spirit (laughs) is is an Asian woman, and Jesus is a hippie, a hippie Indian guy, or Middle Eastern guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not getting rammed down everyone's throats because it doesn't fit in this mold of Christianity. Yeah. And it kind of it kind of makes you think a little bit outside of the box. But you have a movie like War Room where churches are taking group trip or I can only imagine whatever the whatever that cookie cutter movie is. Let's yeah. all let's take the congregation to go see this movie. Because it's cookie cutter and yeah. it's safe. It's safe. That's what I don't like. Stop being safe. It's safe you, you because the stop. world we live in is safe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm raising my children in a safe world where I need to shelter them from all of these things and not teach them anything because if I keep them in a bubble, they will never experience them. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just want to shake people. Oh, yeah. Violently, but, but you're not allowed to. No. You've got to get out of that. You've got to stop you, because you are not helping the cause any. Just because, just because your your church group 
made an effort to go pay a bunch of money to go see a movie. Or rent out. I, I saw some places where they even rented out like the theater. Sure. For, that's but, cool. That's great. That that fellowship. Right. I get it. But look at who all went to go see that movie. Right. A bunch of Christians who attend church every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Sunday night. You know? Right. Everyone's super involved. It's what what impact are you making? Exactly. Zero. Exactly. Or, oh, we t- we took we took our our friend who's living in sin, and they loved it. Did they really love it? You know, like or did they not want to hurt they, your feelings? Or are they surrounded by a bunch of Christians? Right. And they don't want to say anything because they don't want to get <laughs> bashed. You know, come on. Right. Right. Or you have those who, again, you kind of mentioned it. Who are young in the walk? who are just kind of experiencing things and they may go and they may enjoy it and that's awesome but the moment they step out of that movie theater reality is waiting for them right and these these movies they're promoted that they depict reality in real situations and i'm going to have to throw the bs flag and yeah. say no, they do not depict yeah. reality. They do not p- depict r- realization. And, yeah, I, I guess you could say it's an artistic interpretation of what reality is. But as, as a Christian movie trying to convey a message, Fireproof does deal with problems in the marriage and this, that, and the other. But it could have been done a lot better. But it was too safe. Yeah, It was way too safe. Kirk Cameron needed to be getting freaky yeah. with, or his wife with someone <laughs> in a parking lot somewhere yeah. right after they downed a forty. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it needs to be gritty yeah. because that's what's really happening out in yeah. this world. They, they need to be swiping right or left on Tinder, going and meeting someone in the Walmart parking lot. Going and getting a twenty dollar motel, and you know, getting freaky, and and depict that because that's real life. Yeah, that's how it really happens. Yep. Let, not not going. Well, what what was the what was it? I, it's been a while since I've seen. It's that. been a while since I've seen it. But too. but what was it? His wife was just flirting with someone at work. Yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's. So. That's, that doesn't cut it. No, that doesn't cut it. That's not. That's no, not convincing. She to needs me. to be like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's the what? Right. What does she need to do? She, in the. In I can the, hear everybody now. Just say it, Brian. Just say yeah. it. What does he need to do? In the copy room, you know, getting her freak on <laughs> with the intern. That is real life, man. That's yeah. what you know. What I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's what needs to be addressed. Yep. That's what needs to be, in an, in a sense, exploited. We need to exploit our Christian lives because they're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And the world needs to see that we are not perfect. Yep. The world needs to see that we are just like them. We go through the same things that they do. We live the same life they live. We just have a, a grace and yep. we have a Savior who died for our sins. So we're able to handle things better and we're able to have some sort of Secureness in, in in what we do, but we struggle with the same stuff. Yeah. And even if you don't want to get into the the gritty stuff, there's other examples of how just 
it, even if your target audience was the world, right? But you don't want to be overbearing. Um, I think the Chronicles of Narnia was a great example of that. Yeah. Um, where, and if anyone hasn't read Chronicles of Narnia or seen the movies, it's basically the story of Jesus saving the world, right? So, depicted as a lion rather than a, a woman <laughs> in the shack, you know? A black woman. A black woman in the shack. Um, I think that was a good way of C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis had it, you know? Right. I think I think he, he understood... Um, how what approach to take? Okay, um, so doing that, that I think that's a great example of it. I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge, however, I've heard that that's a great, a great movie, and it has a. It's basically a faith based movie. Uh-huh. Um, hadn't seen it. I plan on watching it. I haven't um, seen it. I I, I don't know. I, I like war movies now. I didn't really care for them to begin with, um, but added that to my list so eventually I'll watch that and see how it is but I've heard that one was good too without being overbearing and I think that's what's important too stuff like God's Not Dead and Fireproof is so overbearing and they don't depict the situations right and those aren't the only two I mean what what, what's the name of the brothers who uh the Kendrick brothers right they're not directors by the way um they're, they're pastors. Obviously, yeah, they're pastors. They're pastors. So right? you've got you've got people who are used to making writing sermons, okay? And they basically said, We're gonna take an idea for a sermon, spend some money on it, let's make some movies. And you can see the outcome of that. Right. You know, and because, that goes back to the Blair Witch project. And, and I'll I'll take it a step further. You're not going to find many pastors or preachers or evangelists who will get behind a pulpit and push the limits. Yeah. They'll talk about sex, but they'll do it safely. Yeah. They'll talk about drug use or alcoholism, but they'll do it safely. I, even as simple as bullying. Yeah. You know, but they'll talk about it safely. Listen, I was a bully yeah. in school. Trust me, the Christian depiction of bullying doesn't even scratch the surface of what it actually is. Yeah. And it's it's a true real thing and and kids freaking they shoot up schools now, they kill themselves now, they resort to drug use now or or whatever. But it's a real problem and if we don't address what it truly is, if we skirt around these issues, yeah. then we're we're never going to make an impact because like you said before, who are we making the movies for? We're making the movies for the people who are already, are already in the country club yeah. on Sunday morning. Yeah. We're just appeasing the country club audience. Mm-hmm. And playing it safe. And playing it safe. I hate that. Uh, you want a good example of bullying? The, uh, the, the kids at the beginning of Rob Zombie's Halloween. Have you ever seen it? Yes. That's... That's an accurate depiction of bullying. That's you know? accurate. Um, because little Michael's mom was a stripper. Right. You know? And that's probably tough enough as it is. Right. Um, so, let alone having people bash you for that. and Which, by the way, thinking back on like <laughs> what movie 
you said was horrible that I just couldn't right. didn't want to watch was a Rob Zombie movie, um, Lords of Salem. I couldn't even finish uh, it. I made yeah. about thirty minutes into it and I cut it off. Yeah, wasn't that it was bad? It was just disturbing. <laughs> I couldn't even finish it. But um, anyway, uh, um, one thing that I've learned about. And, and I keep going back to God's Not Dead because that's just the one that has stood out to me the most. That's the one that's... I think that's the most popular Christian movie. Yeah, I, I think it that is the one that has... Um, I, th- I would say War Room was very uh, advertised, but God's Not Dead took it to the next level. Yeah. One and two and three, four, seven, however many of them they've made. Yeah, they have they have an ingeniously figured out a marketing ploy for these movies. Yeah, and it was it was done in a way that people didn't even know. I knew as soon as it started were, happening. <laughs> as soon as the first text yep. that I got that said "God's not dead," yep. I said, "Good for you." <laughs> Because guess what you just did? You just marketed the Newsboys and this movie yep. for free. So for those of you have, who have may not may not have seen Guys Not Dead at the very end of the movie, they're at a Newsboys concert, um, and you know everything's honky dory. You know the the horrible villain atheist teacher has changed his life now he's a christian and he dies he gets <laughs> so, hit by a freaking yeah. car or bus or whatever <laughs> like oh god <laughs> anyway this yeah. is just so he's 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 now in it, it, with god okay um but at the very end of it, they're all having just the best time at the Newsboys concert, right. okay? And they're about to play God's Not Dead. That's the biggest song they've ever come out with, right? right? So they're, they're... Guy's dead in the street. And yep. about, everybody's having a great time. They're having a great time. Um, and they make this, uh, this statement that uh, if you believe in God and if you believe, uh, if you're a Christian and you believe God's not dead, take out your phone right now. And text everyone in your contacts, God's not dead, and send it to him. I didn't see God's not dead in the in theaters. I don't think. No, I did. I did go see it in theaters, okay? And I looked around me and everyone's phones were coming out. The whole genius lit genius. up because their phones genius. were out, they're texting genius. people. And I was like, what is happening? So they just inadvertently Without even, <laughs> without even saying, do I want to text this to this person <laughs> at nine o'clock at night without explanation? Yep. Do I just want to text this to them? Free advertisement. That's exactly what it was for the movie, for the for song, pure flicks. Yes. Newsboys ratting yes. up on that. I was like, oh, okay. Man, I would love to know how many texts went out. Oh gosh, because that—I mean—that is now. Why cannot they not employ the same genius tactic or yep. thought process to the actual movie? Yep. Oh, because it's about money. Never mind. Right. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> These types of things—they don't teach you to think for yourself, right? So even even that is a perfect example. Perfect of that. example. 
You're hey. doing it on command because you think it, it's the right thing to do. Yep. But is it the right thing to do? I don't know. I mean, the, I let's look at it from both sides. Can it hurt to text someone God's not dead if you're a believer? Probably not. What's your motivation behind it? Is your motivation to piss that person off? Is that, your is your motivation atheist off? <laughs> right. Is your motivation doing it just because you were told to do it? Yeah. I see. I don't. You've you've got to understand, and and if you are that type of Christian who sincerely thinks that an atheist is the worst thing and is your villain and is your um, public enemy number one, just do yourself do us all a favor. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Do us all a favor, favor, and really think about that. There you go. That's what I'll say. <laughs> That's what you're gonna say. Yes. Nothing else. No. <laughs> Do us a favor because you're giving everyone a bad rep. Yeah, you're on that. You, you are. You, I'll tell you this: you're you're not a representation of Christ. No. And if that's what you're striving to be, you're failing miserably. And I can hear people that's listen that's going to be listening to this, and they're they're hearing that and thinking, "Well, I'm not like that." Dig deep, man. You've got to really think about it because if if the if you want to get into a theological debate on Facebook or YouTube or anything with someone because they go against your belief, go outside and stare at the sun for for a half hour. <laughs> Because that's going to be more beneficial to yeah. your life. You're not doing any good. In fact, you're making it worse. If your goal is to win the argument, not not to see that person come to know God, just to win the argument. You know what you're doing it wrong. You know what the goal is. I think in every one of those scenarios, I think the goal is to show their peer group. Or to get acknowledgement from their peer group that they took a stand. Yeah. For them to say, oh man, you really, you know, you made some good points about this, that, and the other. Yeah. Like, wow. You're not being persecuted. You're not. If you think that's persecution, you got to grow a pair then. Because that is that is not persecution. That's like not we said, there, there are people that actually lose their lives. Yeah. I mean, don't even play that card. Yeah. Don't even insinuate that because that that's that's crazy you know this uh, uh, go ahead this this whole because people like to use that as an example and they say you know well they're taking god out of schools and that's their persecution right or they're uh they're mad because people want to take and god we trust off of uh, and that goes back to the right the uh fourth of july right episode but um, that is not persecution. I think you really need to do some studying on religious persecution. Not not just Christian persecution. Look at different examples of just religious persecution in general right. in different countries. Right. It doesn't have to be Christianity. It can no. be it can be Jewish persecution. It can be Muslim persecution. Right. Which oh. <laughs> dude, there are so many conservative Christian I don't and that's a whole nother thing, man. Yeah. That's a whole nother thing. I was gonna say, um I I remember being 
in a conversation with a couple other fellow ministers and um, talking about the symbolism behind the matrix and how the matrix really mirrors um, the story of Christ and the symbolism and the, and the things that were, were made there. Yeah. And you would have thought that I told them that I had a shrine to Satan in, in my house. <laughs> the looks that... And that's what really started uh, suppressing things that I yeah. felt or, or I noticed or I could see or, or I started really suppressing and, and filtering things that I would say aloud in front of my peer group because of, you, honestly, they looked at me like I, I, me and Satan were boys and I had like a pentagram tattooed on my chest. Um, but to draw that conclusion was almost um, blasphemy. And what's funny is I remember seeing an interview with, um, the director of uh, The Matrix, and he said, you know, I pulled from a lot of sources, and one of those sources was the story of Christ, the Bible. He said, now, this isn't, you know, a biblical story that I'm telling here, but that's one of the inspirations I used for this movie. So why is it so bad for me as a Christian to draw the parallels between that movie and the movie of Christ? It, if anything, I can use that as a tool for someone who's a non-believer to say, listen, this parallels this and trying to explain Christ to them in something that they can understand and appreciate. But instead... <sighs> you, want a, you want a good example of a... Of a a faith-based movie that you didn't even know was a faith-based movie. Go watch The Conjuring. What? Right? You didn't even think about it, did you? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm it's, starting it to is see a, it. It is a R-rated Christian superhero movie. Wow. Basically, if you think about it. Wow. <laughs> right? And that that but see, that is a good example of how it's not overbearing. It's not shoving something down your throat it's just hey man there's a lot of evil crap going on around here and the power of god is real and it's used to defeat evil boom boom wow I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and watch it suck and, it <laughs> i'm gonna go back and watch it and, and see how right? that really plays out you know <laughs> true story so this past week um me Allie. Um, Christine, Allie's sister, came over um, to your house while while you guys were gone. Um, Alec was with us. Alec comes to us and says, I want to watch a scary movie. And so we're like, okay, cool. Start thinking about it. Then we're like, little buddy's 14. You know, do we want to, like, scary movies does have some stuff that's Right. Suggestive to a young, impressionable sure. mind. Let's try to find something that's not going to be, right. you know, like life-altering right. for the boy. <laughs> so You don't want to show him boobs for right. the first time sure. on yeah. with a scary movie. It's right. basically what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. And, there, and you never know when that's going to come up. It always right. just comes up and you're like, whoa, easy. Right. Hey, babe. 
she's not here. <laughs> so we were tossing around the idea for, for movies, and The Conjuring was one that I thought of. Okay? And then I, I looked... I looked it up, I saw it was rated R, and I said, I don't think Lee's going to go for that. <laughs> she knows that I'll let Alec watch an R-rated movie. Um, however, I thought about that, and I was like, you know, thinking back on it, that's really a faith-based movie. Um, I even looked up, like, IMDB or whatever, right. and the checked the, per- the Parents Guide, and really doesn't have anything in it. It's just, it's that disturbing of a movie. Sure. Um, so kind of the same way with Passion of Christ mm-hmm. there's nothing that's in it that normally would give it an R rating other than the fact it's just brutal right um, so we threw around the idea and I was like ultimately no I'd rather run that by <laughs> leave Look first but we thought about watching that yeah uh, so we watched Insidious Insidious <laughs> <laughs> 2 okay so um, but that I think that's a great example of Let's really tell the story about how God's power is is real and it's um, ultimately used to defeat evil. And here you go. And here you Here's go. a movie. Let's scare the crap out of you. Um, so that that's just my take on it. Um, so every time something like... It, it's kind of numbed me now for any theatrical release of a Christian movie or I hear about one's coming out or I'm on Facebook and there's someone sharing a movie... And they're like, oh my goodness, this is great for hmm. Christians. No thanks. Yeah, I'm good. I think I want to start the no thanks movement. The no thanks movement? Yeah, where things that are just <laughs> <laughs> overtly overtly Christian cult. Yeah. I just want to say no thanks to. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. I'm good. Like that. One guy did. In those comments. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. What a, a true American hero he was. What a pioneer. What a pioneer no, for the I, No Thanks I, movie. I think at the end of the day, I think if we as Christians, um, we sh- we're supposed to op- operate in a a capacity that is glorified. We're, we're supposed to act in a capacity that is fulfilling um and through god's blessings what we do what we present what we make should be the cream of the crop yeah what we make should be the number one grossing movies of all time the number one music of all time that it it should be that because it's glorifying god yeah i think it has the potential to do that I think I think Christians are scared to let their artistic vision go. I feel like even if you have a good idea as a pastor and these pastor brothers, whatever, um, Kendrick brothers, even if they have a great idea and storyline for a movie, I think they need to leave it to the people who... This is, quote-unquote, their true calling by God. Even if they're not a Christian, people can operate in whatever their callings are. Um, They just don't know that it's the calling of God. Um, And whatever gift and talent God has given them, they need to be able to operate within those gifts and with those gifts. And I think by doing so, if we did that, 
we would have a better representation of real life um, explosion of realistic, uh, passionate movies, media, any of the art forms. I think you would have a great explosion of of just greatness coming out, but I feel like it's not going to happen as long as people want to play it safe and cater to the Sunday country club uh, demographic. Yep, and it's something it's something so important like that can't be marketed either. You can't. I mean, to a degree, you have to. Sure, yeah, there's marketing, but not. But not in the sense of you've got your you know you've got your typical. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night churchgoer who wears his faith swag um, with all the uh, like the Caruso shirts. Um, and I say that knowing that my mom wears those <laughs> those same shirts. They're yeah. cheesy, you know, but, but you know, whatever. Your mom's a cheesy um, Christian, though. Yeah, so, she I mean, is. Love her to death. Love her to death, but she's but, cheesy. But she is cheesy. Yeah. Um, Take it. Take and, it or leave it. You know, like you check their CD collection, and it's nothing but Newsboys and Toby Mac, yeah, and Mercy Me, mm-hmm. and um, it's the safe stuff, right? right? And then you go check their movie collection, and it's everything Pure Flix has ever put out. Yes, um, it's uh, Veggie Tales for the kids. Veggie Tales, um, and then you know the only R-rated movie you're ever going to see in their collection is Passion of the Christ. Maybe, but not. Almost always because it was made by a Catholic. Oh yeah, that's true. So, because Catholics are Aren't, the real enemy, right? Because they're not <laughs> Christian. Because they pray to Mary. Mind numbing. Absolutely um, mind numbing. Yeah, it, it's just that that type of thing always irked me because you've got to open, you've got to just open your mind, please, because you're it, you're not doing us any good <laughs> in no. fact it's it's getting worse because you pushing that and shoving it down everyone's throat and all your facebook posts are um quotes and clips from the movie and this is the gr- okay facing the giants that's another one mm-hmm. the football movie mm-hmm. right another Kendrick's brothers movie right the scene where the guys like mm-hmm. uh on the on his knees crawling on the football field mm-hmm. whatever i just saw that get circled around facebook, facebook. again yeah the greatest scene in in cinematic, cinematic history, history. Yeah. no it's no, not not even close no there is plenty of great scenes trust me the first time the avengers all assemble <laughs> tops that that's the four billion times yeah. where the the circle shot you know they're all like that's the coolest okay <laughs> <laughs> but anyway rant over yeah rant <laughs> rant rant over um i i don't know man you're it's, putting you're putting a label on god in that sense putting him in a box and he, and you're putting him in a box and he's so much more than that. So much more. Um, but anyway. But anyway. I think we're good on that one. Yeah. I had a thought, but I can't remember what it was. Because I was in picturing... The Avengers? The Avengers. Assembling? Yes. For the first time ever? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Well, uh, alright. Well, we've got some... Um, what you... Which listening to? Oh, you first. Me because first. I, I got. A, I've got. I've got a good one. 
Um, I have been a big fan of Alkaline Trio for a number of years um, since high school. They're back. They're back. They just put out a single. They haven't put out the full album yet. I'm not really sure when it's supposed to be coming out. Um, I know that Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio took a break and was doing a lot of stuff with Blink. Uh, he was Tom DeLonge's replacement. But now, after five years, Alkaline Trio is back. They just put out a new uh, single called Blackbird off of a upcoming album called Is This Thing Cursed? I sound like a radio DJ just then. Um, but it's really good. It caught me off guard. I was scrolling through Instagram one day and saw where that was being plugged. And I said, holy crap, didn't even know they were in the studio. Instantly downloaded it. Instantly love it. It sounds like the old stuff. Um, I shared that with Greta, um, my other sister. Um, and uh, she's pretty stoked about it as well. Cool. So, Alkaline Trio. So, before I went to Texas, I downloaded a whole bunch of music so I'd be able to listen to it on a plane and whatnot. And in doing so, I was I, I was like, all right, I'm going I'm to listen to a lot of Aaron Gillespie stuff. Yes. So I was going to listen to him. I was going to listen to the band, whatever. So in doing so, um, a band popped up that I was like, huh, let me check them out. Stavesaker. Never heard of them. Okay, Stavesaker. Apparently in the 90s, uh, you know who would know about them? Neil. Oh, really? Neil would probably <laughs> know exactly who Stavesaker is. So apparently in the 90s... They were a part of that big uh, kind of Christian music that never took off yeah. or whatever. Stavesaker. If you love 90s music, and it's not um, cheesy Christian music. What it is, it's music um, made by Christian. You know what I'm saying? So there's there there are mentions of God and, and stuff like that. But it's great storytelling, and it's in the 90s genre. And uh, so apparently they've got some new stuff coming out, and that, that's why it popped up. So I listened to a lot of the old stuff, um, and I just recently listened to some of the new stuff. Fun fact, they are one of the original tooth and nail recording oh, yeah. artists. Good so, stuff. The, the good old tooth and nail days. Yep. So there you are. That's what I... I'll have to check that out. Um, we don't have any new reviews. We do have an old message that I haven't read yet. Oh. Um, from Kevin Jarvis. Okay. Okay. Um, good, good old Kevin here um, in town. Uh, did some recording with him before. Solid dude. Sent me a message. Said, hey man, I listened to a couple of your podcasts and really enjoyed them. Especially the one about music. Some of the thoughts put forth on there are things that I have often talked or thought about in great detail. As a musician who is a Christian, having been in original bands with other Christians that didn't always put out Christian music, quote unquote, that topic really hits home for me. I'd love to get your thoughts on one of my albums with Farpoint called Paint the Dark. Farpoint is the band he's in. Okay. One of, one of the bands he's in called Paint the Dark. Um, not sure if Allie has a copy, but I, uh, if not, I'd be happy to get you a copy, or you can listen to it on Spotify or YouTube. Um, I know free time is fleeting, but if you get a chance, I'd love to see what you think of it. Keep it up, and I'll keep listening. We're going to... I'm going to listen to that. Yeah. Farpoint. What's it called again? Um, Paint, Paint the Dark. Paint the Dark. Yep. I can find that on the Spotify. Yep. It's on Spotify, um, YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So if check it we'll out. Check it out. We'll listen to it. And we'll. Uh, There's another music review. We'll you. talk about what, suggestion. what we think about it. Yep. So thanks, Kevin. 
Yeah. Um, don't forget to send us your reviews and your comments, and we will read them um, on the podcast. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Not Religious Pod. Um, we are on Facebook, Not Religious Podcast. Um, you can send us an email at Not Religious Pod, uh, or excuse me, Not Religious Pod at Gmail dot com. Um, send us a message on Instagram, on Facebook, whatever it may be. Give us your review, your rating. You can leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, a um, an actual comment. We've got like a few ratings on there, but not a lot of. Comments, I don't think a lot of so. people comment though. I don't think so either. Like I, when I listen to stuff, yeah, and even if I enjoy it, yeah, I don't comment on it. But if you want it read, oh, I see what you're saying. You know, I see where you're going there. Then uh, you can yeah. you can leave one, and we'll read it, and we'll give you a shout out. Yes, because there we have now reached the thousands plural. Yes. Um, streams so yes. we know that there's a heck of a lot of you out there listening yes. outside of our 15 person friend group what it do america yeah so tell us what you think yep and um if you would also like to send us a voice recording like you heard at the very beginning that was uh sweet little avery that's uh my niece brian's daughter um send it to us and we'll put you at the beginning of it we'll episode. let you intro intro the show yep Dude, How, my, my buddies cool are going to be all over that. Do it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. They're going to be all over that. Yep. And if, you, if you're listening and you got your own podcast and you want to send us a little shout out um, and want to be included as an intro in the yes. show, we'll do it. Yeah. And we'll listen to you. Yes. Um, there's a lot of good ones I've come across on Instagram I've still got to go through and, and finish listening to. But Word. Um, anyway. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Be nice to each other. Have a safe week. And um, we'll see you Thursday. Thursday. Maybe. Maybe if uh, Thursday schedules the day, yeah, yeah. If we uh, if if the Lord doesn't come back, yes, by then yes. And the rapture hadn't happened or whatever it may be, or Trump hadn't killed us all. <laughs>